People, 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 welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show, reporting not live from Bangkok. Guys, welcome to another pre-recorded podcast, man. Oh my god, I needed to do this just because, boy, there's a lot of things. Oh my god, I'm just way too busy right now. I'm just smashed. But you know what? Here we are. I had to revert back to the Tim Ferriss manual. And you know what? While I was reading it, he said, the art of letting bad things happen. I said, what the hell is this? He said, you know what? Sometimes we just need to let bad things happen. So he said while he was away on his travels and whatnot, he said there were a lot of bad things that happened. But you know what? Let's just go down. The, let's just break it down like this. OK, he said one of his fulfillment companies had been shut down due to the CEO's death, causing a 20 percent loss in monthly orders and requiring an emergency shift of all web design and order processing. Yeah, sad about the death. Missed radio and magazine appearances and upset would-be interviewers. See, that's the thing, too. You can't, just like, well, as a matter of fact, just like a couple days ago, I actually got the time zones missed up, uh, mixed up, and luckily there were no ramifications to that. We just said, oh my god, sorry, okay, we'll reschedule. No problem. And now we got the time zones down-packed. So... The next one, more than a dozen lost joint venture partnership opportunities. Now, this is a huge, huge demise. Um, And he went on to say, he said, it's not that I go out of my way to irritate people. Not at all. But I recognize one critical fact. Oftentimes, in order to do the big things, you have to let the small bad things happen. This is a skill we want to cultivate. And I started thinking to myself, I said, okay, Arsenio, let's see if I can relate this to my life. How did I let a specific bad thing happen? And I knew what was going to happen when I began to start rebelling on certain things. Now, guys, think about it this way. You get paid $13 an hour, $13 an hour, $13 an hour for three and a half years. You're pretty pissed off, right? You're kind of like, okay, this is enough. I can't believe it even took that long for me to even realize it. But I did. And I knew at the beginning of the year or I can't even remember when I started that. When was that? That had to be like sometime early last year because that's when I started rebelling. Yeah, it had to be early last year. So I said, no, there was these two ladies that came to me who I used to work for at another place. And they said, listen, can you please teach this HR executive from this bank? And I said, when? They said Sunday morning. And I said, oh, my God, Sunday morning. My full time job needs me. If I start rebelling against them, they're not going to give me any more work. And that was the case. I let Oh, I wouldn't say I let, but I forced it to happen because I knew that this was going to be my fall at the company. But the thing is, it was time for me to get the hell out of there anyways. So when I took that job, it led to amazing things happening. So, of course, I'm going to talk about, of course, my story and I'm going to talk, of course, about Tim Ferriss's story. But my story, it kind of revolved around this. Okay, so from the beginning of last year, I started teaching this HR executive. And she became a big, proud listener of my podcast. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. You're so sweet, this and that, and all that stuff, right? And next thing you know, another project came. And I said, ooh, this is good. How many? Four executives? Hell yeah. What times? Mm. Next thing you know, we switched to head teacher. It conflicted. And so I said, listen, all I want is one hour free in the morning on a Monday and a Thursday. And he started saying, oh, no, but the head teacher before that would say no problem. 
But he's like, oh, we're, we're going to have to switch you to part-time because we kind of want us. And it's funny because the company he wanted to send me to was already horrific. I told them that they do not like African-Americans there. And guess what? First week, boom, massive complaints. Oh, he uses his arms too much. Oh, he does this. He laughs too much. He do- I said, oh, hell no. I cannot believe I was going to give up this project. The project that I got on my own for this trash project. And next thing you know, it just kept cultivating, right? So when I started rebelling then, guys, for the next five months, I had the worst salaries ever at that language center. That I've pretty much probably going to have just a few days left there. Thank God. But just let I just let that happen and cultivate. And you know what? Next thing you know, boom, another project came. Hey, can you teach this specific thing? And it's funny because at my full-time job right now, they would say, no, you can't teach this because you're not academic enough. But yet, this other project, they paid me masses more, and I got to meet so many different connections and millionaires. So I said, yes, I can absolutely do that. And so I did. Um, and it, the best part about this is that, uh, that came into, of course, another project that I was doing at the same time, the same project renewed and God, there were a couple other things that had happened throughout that time, but you know what? Probably right after this project in October, when, you know, teaching the millionaires, it ended, it ended, right? But then the next month, boom, I got a big, massive complaint. From uh, from this other company. And boom, my job was on the line at that given moment. And no one was going to do a damn thing. I was like, oh man, this really sucks. Uh, and I knew this was going to happen because guess what? I started rebelling at the beginning of the year. So when I said to myself, listen, if I do this, this is the fall of me at this company. Who gives a shit? There's no future here. Because they switched the head teacher. And what's happening right now, this given day there... This company, like I told you, because they're not adapting to the market, they're going to fail. And by next year, they're finished. Like I said, I was not BSing. I was not doing this or that. I'm stating primarily from facts. I watch a lot of Gary Vee and I see the future for a lot of these companies who are not giving individuals what they need. And they're giving them what the historical self has said. So when I said at the beginning... In terms of festering, in terms of doing this and everything that ended up culminating the way it did. Hey, you know what? I let all of that happen. But guess what? I ended up meeting the deputy prime minister. I ended up meeting a whole bunch of nice students. Um, and, you know, I went on a nice little vacation to a province I've never been to. And, of course, you know, the first three months, the first, yeah, I guess you could say the first eight weeks of this month. It was very, very scary. I didn't know what was going to happen next. And then, boom, just like that. Just like that. Four companies new. Oh my God. Hey, can you come on over here? Hey, we like you. Boom, first job. After that, boom, second job. After that, boom, third, boom, fourth. Just like that. Just like that. So sometimes you gotta let the bad things happen. You're gonna have to rebel against everything in order to let the great come in. Now remember that great area between rebelling and the great is shit. Straight up, I'm calling it how, like I see it. I calls it like I sees it, okay? It's going to be ugly. There's going to be a lot of chatter. There's going to be a lot of, hey, we're not going to do this for you or, you know, your job's on the line. And what you got to say, you got to take that jump. You got to take that leap of faith. I'm not talking about jumping off a cliff with no parachute. Kind of felt like that over the last eight weeks. But then, 
boom. Someone snagged me from the back and said, where are you going? I said, uh, uh down that way. They're like, uh-uh, you coming with us. And the next thing you know, three others say, hey, you coming with us. You coming with us. You coming with us. You feel me? You see, man, sometimes you just got to let the bad things happen to bring in the great things. So with Tim Ferriss, he said, what did he do at that specific moment to exchange for the temp, you know, putting those blinders on and taking, you know, a bunch of blows, Okay, in terms of, oh, my God, this happened, the partnerships, uh, the CEO's death. Oh, my God, 20 percent market share. This is gone. This is gone. He said, you know what? He went on a vacation again. He said, I followed the Rugby World Cup in Europe and watched the New Zealand All Blacks live a dream that he has had for the last five years at that time. He said he shot every gun that he ever dreamed of. Fire instance, brainwashing himself, you know, being a commando and all these other crazy things. And he talked about, you know, he just went on a rant. Hey, but it's what he wanted to do. He said he filmed a television series pilot in Japan, which was uh, basically a lifelong, um, what is it? A lifelong dream that he most wanted to do for like a lifelong dream. He ended up shooting a television series pilot. Do you understand? He said he met with the Japanese publisher. And you know what? He had med- uh, media interviews in Tokyo. And now he's number one in terms of like the largest uh, chains there. He said he took a complete 10-day media fast and felt like he had been on a two-year vacation from computers. See, remember about that media fast that I talked to you guys about? Yeah. He said he attended the Tokyo International Film Festival and hung out with one of, the, one of his heroes, the producer of the Planet of the Earth uh, television series. You see? And, and so sometimes we get all caught up in, in, in the now, whenever it's a, whenever it's occurring at that specific moment. You feel me? See, I'm preaching it this morning. We got preacher, uh, preacher Arsenio up here. And you know what? I was thinking about it. I said, oh, my God, since I've rebelled and this has happened and that has happened, I said, OK, so this is what we're going to do. Um, What I'm going to do right now is I'm going to you know what? I'm going to have to take this leap of faith. Now, this leap of faith could be catastrophic, but I know when I go with my intuition, I win 110% of the time. It was a year leading up to the explosion, and then it was three months trying to figure this out and figure that out. And the next you know, the negative suggestions in my historical self started coming and saying, oh, time people don't want to hire a black man. Bullshit. Boom. Within one week, all of it changed. Now, that dream I had, of teaching here, teaching there, teaching there, teaching there, teaching there, doing this, doing that, vacation, vacation, vacation every month, or vacation every two months, oh, it's here, I got it, what I envisioned a year ago, in terms of, okay, Monday, what's today, okay, Monday, where I gotta go, oh, I gotta go here, I gotta go there, I gotta do this, okay, Tuesday, I gotta go do, I gotta do this, oh, I gotta go over here, okay, let's do this, and that, And just like that, people, everything changed because I took that leap of faith. So here's some questions for you guys, you know, to pop on that productivity, you know, the the blinders and put things in perspective. Even when you're not traveling the world, okay, such as what Arsenio is doing right now, the Kazakhstan, the Kyrgyzstan, the Morocco's that are going to be coming up. Hopefully a TEDx that's going to be debuting very, very soon. Develop the habit of letting small bad things happen. The little bad things happen. If you don't, you'll never find time for the life-changing big things. See, that life-changing process, it, ha- it happened for two months. Two months. And then finally, yesterday, I was on the Sky Train and I was like, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. No, see now I'm not I'm not religious or anything, but I just had a big smile on my face, just standing there smiling, saying, I knew I was gonna win. I was over here saying this and that, but god damn it, I won. Let those bad things happen. You gotta get you gotta go after those true peak experiences. See, because if you don't force the f- time, but puncture it with distractions, you won't have the attention to appreciate it. That's what Tim Ferriss said. So here we go. Here's some questions. They're available on PDF form, thearseniobuckshow.com. Click on the blog, PDF at the bottom, print it out, write it down, keep it for yourself. Talk to me if you want. It's all good. It's all gravy. Here we go. What is one goal, if completed, that could change everything? One goal, if completed, that could change everything. Now, does that necessarily mean what I did in terms of saying, hey, f- you, job, I'm out? Not, not really, but just one goal. And you know what that one goal was nine years ago for me? Not consulting my family about uh, traveling abroad, booking a plane ticket all by myself. How did I even book that plane ticket without a passport? Now that I think about it, that's really weird. Because normally you have to put your passport number in. And by that time, I just booked the plane ticket. After that, I would got the passport. Weird. Uh, yeah. So anyways, focus. What is the one goal, if completed, that could change everything? Number two, what is the most urgent thing right now that you feel must or should do? And you know what? I have that feeling right now. You know what it is? The video. YouTube video. Always and always I try uploading a video every single day. And if I don't, I have failed. So that's that urgent thing that I must do right now. And I'm going to do it directly after this podcast. Number three, can you let the urgent fail? Even for a day to get to the next milestone for your potential life changing task. That's true. I can. I can just let it go for a day. But am I going to be productive in terms of the life changing task? That's the big question. That's the really, really big question. But then that big question is going to be uh, me asking myself another series of questions, meaning, hey, are these girls for real? Are they angry at me? What's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't really give a damn. But that life changing task. Oh, not exactly sure yet. I know. I know it. But then it sucks because it's like a collaborative effort effort. And if I don't get the other side. I lose. Not in a bad way. So I'm not. I'm going into the situation with nothing. If I come out with nothing, it's a win-win. But think about it. Can you let that urgent fail even for a day to get to the next milestone? And the last question: What's been on your uh, your to do list the longest? Start it first thing in the morning and don't allow interruptions or lunch until you finish. Those four questions. Hit them. Write them down. PDF, thearseniobuckshow.com. I would love to hear some of your responses. If not, just print it out and do it because this is all about learning. And with that being said, people, thanks for tuning in to this Timothy Ferris podcast. Oh, my God. It's been a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank God it's another day. You guys are hearing this on Friday, but thank God it's another day. Thank the esoteric. Thank the universe. Here we go. Thank the universe. It's another day. Not that it's Friday. You got another day to make a change. This is your host, Arsenio. Have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. Over and out.